text number 21. In the last class, we just for a recap, because some people would be new today. In the last class, we discussed what are the activities of a liberated soul. And the crux was externally seeing the activities of a liberated person and that of a madman who is highly conditioned. There is no difference. A completely liberated soul can act just like a madman, but internally there is a vast difference of consciousness. It's like two kinds of people, they drop out of class or they leave the class. One who are utter failures could not do the syllabus at all. Another class who are able to successfully perform in the test and thus they also leave the class. So both of them will not stay in the class. In a similar fashion, the liberated souls who have crossed the material energy and a highly conditioned soul, externally speaking, both may behave like a madman. However, liberated soul is not attached to any kind of activity. And in some cases, like Lord Krishna has given example, Janak Maharaj and others, even though they were liberated personalities, they acted like an ordinary person. Janak Maharaj acted like an ordinary king. So sometimes it is required for the liberated souls also to act regularly, especially if they are in position of leadership, so that ordinary people can take their instance and lead their life in the same way. That is how Lord Krishna uh, also engaged in all the Vedic rules and regulations very, very nicely. This is explicitly being explained in the verses which we are going to see now today. Let us see verse number 21. Whatever action is performed by a great man, common men follow in his footsteps. And whatever standards he sets by exemplary acts, all the world pursues. O son of Pritha, there is no work prescribed for me within all the three planetary systems, nor am I in want of anything, nor have I need to obtain anything, and yet I am engaged in work. For if I did not engage in work, O Parth, certainly all men would follow my path. Sakta karmanya vidvanso yatha kuruvanti bharata kuryad vidvansatha saktas chikurshuloka sangraham. As the ignorant perform their duties with attachment to results, similarly the learned may also act, but without attachment, for the sake of leading people on the right path. 
So this is the version of Lord Krishna. So all of us have to do certain activity, either material or spiritual. Some people want material benefits, pleasure of body, and another category of people, they give up all the pleasure of body. In India, we have seen many, many examples. Srila Prabhupada was explaining on the Radhashtami lecture, how the great uh, leaders of human civilization, Bharat Maharaj, Gautam Buddha, all of them were born as in royal kingdoms. And even though they could have enjoyed the worldly pleasures very, very nicely, they gave up all these worldly pleasures. Now seeking pleasure is the nature of soul living entity. So the common sense is what is that higher pleasure for which such great amount of worldly pleasure is also given up by many such souls. That is called the pleasure of spiritual life. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Na Shochati Na Kankshati. So some people but still work has to be done either on material platform or on spiritual platform. You want spiritual happiness, which is unending, which is enormous, which is, which is much, much more and real as compared to the greatest happiness on material platform, which is just like a drop against the spiritual happiness, which is compared to an ocean. And that drop is also illusory. That drop is also not real. Just like in desert, you find mirage, huge body of water. So that is huge body and illusory. Here it is drop and illusory. <laughs> there is no much pleasure also. There is little pleasure only. Morning to evening you have to work. At night you have little enjoyment. That's it. So entire day, life after life you have to work. And entire year you have to work. And then there is promotion. And then there is the only pleasure that you have. Then keep on struggling in the same rot. So there is only a drop of pleasure and that drop is also illusory. So that is why the wise man, he decides to work for spiritual pleasure. Wisdom can be gained either by practical experience. You go through all the material life and then you, after many, many lives, you will understand, oh yes, I should seek for reality, real happiness. Another thing is the wisest people, they simply hear and they understand. You need not eat cyanide to realize that it is poison. Others who have eaten, you can see from their instance, there is no need for you to follow the same path. So this is called wisdom. So those people, they start working for spiritual life. However, Lord Krishna being the Supreme Personality, God himself, he has no duties, no work to perform, Lord Krishna is telling in the previous verse. In the three worlds, higher planets, middle planets and lower planets, there is no work prescribed for me. Still, I am engaged in work. So because Lord Krishna is Supreme Personality, all the powers are under his control. He need not work very hard to achieve something. Some people tell Lord Krishna was uh, a person like us, but he became very, very powerful. He became God by practicing some yoga. However, if a person carefully reads and analyzes the life history of Lord Krishna under the guidance of spiritual master, he will understand 
how when he was very small he was able to kill demons like shaktasur simply by the touch of his toe a big cart the cart is so heavy bullock cart the cart flew up high in the air many many feet and then it fell down so how a small child simply by the touch of his toe can throw a such a heavy cart high into the air and then when he was crawling and crawling crawling somehow on the floor because the mother yashoda she was angry with krishna and damodar leela happened and lord krishna was tied to a mortar so that he doesn't move doesn't create mischief so lord krishna started crawling with the heavily mortar started pulling it and then he made very tall huge trees nalkuvar manigrev the two sons of kubera were standing there in the form of yamalarjun twin arjun trees the tall trees fell down and people were not able to understand how such huge trees somebody has made them fall down so the even the lord krishna was small putna such a big demoness krishna was able to kill when he was very small so lord krishna did not do any kind of mystical yoga to become god he was always god so thus for god there is no need to do any activity everything happens by his energies many many order carriers are there so thus one uh, german was there and he came to india in search of god because india is uh, known as land of god consciousness but then there is so much confusion also because there is uh, uh, there are so many forms people worship here male forms female forms beautiful forms black forms white forms some ghastly forms horrible forms and human like form animal like form so many forms are there and they all claim that this is the form of god so a person may get confused that how is god like so this person also came to india but then he told after some analysis very easily i could understand how krishna is god because every other temple which you visit there are so many weapons that a god is wielding and they are supposed to be engaged in some activity somebody is holding some skull something or killing a demon or they are engaged in some kind of activity but when you see lord krishna no weapon in his hand he is simply having a flute and he is uh, uh very very nicely he is standing in very relaxed posture and sometimes in dancing postures so this is god god means he need not do any activity if a person is fighting doing this thing something personally somebody has to fight the most powerful person no his bodyguards will fight he need not do anything so that is how he was able to understand this can be real god real god is always busy in enjoyment he simply playing his murli that's it now you may argue no no but we have seen krishna also krishna also fighting with the demons using his sudarshan chakra killing the demons no that is different expansion of krishna not the original krishna that is called lord vasudev krishna never leaves vrindavan why god has to do other kind of activities god's activities only enjoyment that is why it is told vrindavanam parityajya padam ekam na gachanti lord krishna never leaves vrindavan so that is why it is a great science krishna tells janma karma chame divyam we will see in further chapters lord krishna explains my activities and my birth they are transcendental evam yoveti tatvatah a person who is able to scientifically understand it tyaktva deham punar janma nayeti he also does not go undergo repeated process of birth and death he becomes liberated 
so to externalize it may appear or akrura came he took krishna and balram out of vrindavan to mathura and then they killed kansa chandor mushtika sur and various other demons but that is not fact lord krishna he was always in vrindavan but earlier he was present in vrindavan in prakat form everyone could see him he was visible and then krishna was still present but in aprakat form many other species also can be present in aprakat form many ghosts are there they would be present around us ordinary people will not be able to see many devatas would be there around us ordinary people won't be able to see them so why lord krishna cannot be present in invisible feature that is why mother yashoda nand maharaj all the gopis they were always feeling the presence of krishna so krishna was present in invisible form in vrindavan krishna never leaves vrindavan his only activities to enjoy with his devotees and for fighting when various demons were there then vasudev form krishna has many many expansions vasudev also is krishna only as powerful as krishna there is no difference but that is not the original form to fight with the demons krishna expands as another form which is called vasudev and that form four handed form having weapons and all this it goes and fights with the demons and kills them so this is some signs about the activities of krishna so lord krishna is telling name parthasti kartavyam because i am supreme personality vedas also tell natasya karyam karanam cha vidyate there is no work to be done by the supreme personality of godhead swabhaviki gyan bal kriya cha automatically he need not undergo some education in school to get some knowledge swabhaviki gyan bal kriya cha he need not undergo strict training in gym to build strong muscles and lift govardhan no that is not required gyan bal and kriya skills come automatically to him strength automatically comes to him and knowledge also comes automatically to him the energies which produce skills strength and knowledge they are also coming from krishna so krishna does not need to do any work his his work is only enjoyment and yet i am engaged in work varta eva chakarmani krishna tells why i am engaged in work because if i do not do work certainly all men would follow my path because krishna was king he was leader of so many people were following krishna so if krishna would not have done all his activities nicely when narad muni came to see krishna krishna had 16000 wives and every wife was having a palace and it was a huge kingdom dwarka so narad muni was once inquisitive he wanted to see how krishna is able to live with 16000 queens so then he saw amazed he was amazed to see the power of krishna krishna expanded himself into 16000 forms when krishna would come back from his court in the evening krishna would expand himself into 16000 forms and enter each palace and then in all the palaces krishna was very nicely sometimes he was playing with his children riding on a horse and in other palaces in other times he was doing very nicely the vedic rites and rituals doing the morning duties doing yagyas sometimes some marriages happening all the rules and regulations he was following very very nicely so as to guide the general people general populace so that is called acharya spiritual master the spiritual master an actual spiritual master he is completely liberated but still prabhupad also he showed by his example prabhupad would attend uh, the morning program prabhupad would attend bhagavatam class which his disciples were speaking so he would attend the class even of his disciples
So every day Prabhupada would attend the entire thing. He would uh, follow the procedures very, very systematically. Even though it could be jet lag, could be anything, Prabhupada would be very strict with his morning program, entire routine. So that disciples can take strength and they can follow very nicely. If I cease to work, then all these worlds would be put to ruination. I would also be the cause of creating unwanted population and would thereby destroy the peace of all sentient beings. So there are proper rules and regulations, which if the people follow nicely, the entire civilization would be very peaceful. Just like the government has laid down some rules of traffic. If you follow the rules of traffic, then people are peaceful, no accidents, no mishaps, no loss of life or property. In a similar fashion, certain laws have been laid down in the Vedas, especially the Dashavida Sanskaras, the laws of Varnashrama system. If you follow those regulations very nicely, then a person is very, very peaceful. And the most significant contributing factor for establishing peace in society is having the right kind of living entities brought to this planet. There is a science by which you bring life to this planet and there is a science by which the life leaves the body. So this is most important science. And it is told in Gargupanishad and another various places. Yova enam viditva smal lokan prayati sakripanaha a person who does not know the science, how the soul is entering the body, how the soul is leaving the body, then Kripana, he is called a miser. Miser means he does not know how to use resources. Although he got a human form of life, but he has wasted his life. He could not understand how the soul has to leave the body. There is proper consciousness, proper time under which, so the child when he is taking birth, it depends upon the consciousness of the mother and father the consciousness of the child. So there is no training about consciousness, how the parents should train their consciousness. So that is why when there are no rules and regulations being followed, then what happens? Uh, so this example is also given. So there was a very great devotee, Prevrat Maharaj, if I am not mistaken. So uh, he was very advanced devotee. And he became a householder because he was given the responsibility. He was not at all interested in ruling the kingdom and all. But uh, Lord Brahma told, uh, now there is no proper ruler. So for again, he gave the same example. That for a liberated soul, there is no reason of doing or not doing activity. So because it is required, a proper ruler is required. A proper ruler can keep the people very, very peaceful. Actually, if any disturbance is there in the nation, in the country, in the state, disturbance up to even abnormal climatic conditions. If there is too much cold, too much rain or too much heat in the country, then the king is responsible or the government is responsible. If the king is proper, then the Vedas mention in this month of the year, there should be rainfall. If there is rainfall at that time, that means the king is very pious. So there should not be even extreme heat and cold and rain. Everything should be very proper. There would be no unnatural deaths in the country. And the son cannot die before the father. So once uh, Lord, uh, I think it was in Lord Ramchandra's time, 
or Maharaj Yudhishthir's time. So both were uh, very idle situations, how a king should lead. People were very, very peaceful. There were no diseases, as we understand from Bhagavatam. Even death was not compulsory. Uh, even only those people who want to die shall die. Otherwise, death also will not touch people. This is called Ram Rajya. If the leader is very, very ideal, there would be no cause because there are some laws. Because we are breaking the laws, so we are suffering. And if the king is ideal, he is in knowledge of those laws. He would implement the laws. And if people follow, they would be very, very happy. So this is called Ram Rajya. Maharaj Yudhishthir, Maharaj Parikshit, during their time also, the civilization was very, very peaceful. So this person approaches Lord Ramchandra and he tells that, uh, what kind of rule are you having? My son has died before me. It is uh, There is some fault in your kingdom. So just imagine, even son cannot die before father. Father has come first, so father has to go first. Natural sequence has to be followed. So Civilization becomes so peaceful if rules and regulations are being followed nicely. So all these things are not known now. So this uh, king, uh, Priyavrat Maharaj, he accepted to rule the kingdom. And then he got a son and Bhagavatam describes that son performed various yajnas to go to heavenly planets. Now one may ask why he performed yajnas to go to heavenly planet. He should have done yajnas for satisfaction of Krishna so that he can get liberated, he can go back to Krishna. Why he had the desire of going to heaven and enjoying higher pleasures? So it is told, very nice science. So when Prevrat Maharaj was conceiving this child, particular child, then he got carried away by the mode of passion, by lust. So such a person took birth. So just see, even an advanced devotee, if he is not careful at the time of conceiving child, a soul with lesser consciousness would take birth. As we discussed uh, in food yoga, two sessions before, how when a person is cooking the food, his consciousness is getting invested in the food. And we will take up the same consciousness if we eat the food cooked by such a person. So this is the science of Bhagavad Gita. We are all studying matter, matter, matter. So matter does matter. But as they say, spirit matters the most. You study matter, it is nice. So long as matter is facilitating the happiness of spirit because you are spirit. And if you only study matter and leave the science of ourselves, that is spiritual science, then life is waste. All the sciences will not be able to help a person. Because we are missing this most important domain of science. So that is why there is no happiness in society. So this Bhagavad Gita, all the Vedas, uh, especially the conclusive portion of the Vedas, the Upanishads, they have this knowledge of spiritual science, the science of consciousness. So here Lord Krishna describes when you cook food, this consciousness is going there, it is getting transferred. When you conceive a child, similar consciousness. So this is called science of consciousness, how the consciousness enters. Similarly, yogis, they are able to elongate their life. Why? They want to see more movies, new release they want to see, oh, let me see this movie and die. No. The yogis understand. There is a proper time for leaving the body. There is proper consciousness for leaving the body. If at the time of death, I am having some attachment, I am having attachment to my pet dog, then I will have the body of a pet dog. This is the, this is the law of nature. 
just like at the time of interview if you are not able to crack a code or uh, speak properly then you will fail you will not get a job you might be an expert coder or expert person expert in your subject but at time of interview if you fail then there is no job for you sir your entire education is waste similarly it is told in the vedas etavan sankhya yoga abhyam swadharma parinishthaya janma labha para punsam ante narayana smriti ante at the time of death narayan smriti i should remember narayan at the time of death this is the greatest benefit a person can have in life bharat maharaj by rigorous practice of spiritual life at the time of his death was thinking of deer thus he had to take the body of deer so somehow or the other if a person is able to perform at the time of interview job is done somehow or the other and the somehow needs great preparation if under great pressure in interview situation you have to speak nicely you have to practice so much that's at the time of that situation is very very bad all the elements internal elements are disturbed temperature could be very high there could be lot of pain so at that time if a person has to remember god then lot of practice is required entire life that is why there is great king king kula shekhar we have heard in our history of the kings cholas cheras pandyas rashtrakutas so he was one of the great chera kings king kula shekhar and a pure devotee of krishna so he has written mukundamala stotra very nice prayers so in that he is praying to krishna krishna tvadiya pad pankaj panjarantam adhyayva me vishatu manasa rajahansa so krishna now my body is fit and my mind is completely absorbed in your lotus feet so let me leave the body now only because kapha vata pittay at the time of death when kapha patan with the three elements of body are disturbed kantha varodhan my neck is choked i will not be able to chant your name then my life would be waste so my life is fit so just see this king knows the laws of nature so that is why he's telling now my body is fit i am able to constantly think of your lotus feet so let the death happen now only so there is a great science how to bring consciousness and how the consciousness leaves the body that is why yogis would elongate their life span they know this science also that your time of death is not fixed but your breathing cycles are fixed that is why the athletes they die soon their average life span is less we think athletes are very fit they should have a long life no they die soon because they breathe very heavily they consume their breathing cycles early so yogis what do they do they practice the art of merging the inhaling air in the exhaling air and thus uh, they elongate their breath and they would wait just for the right time when their consciousness is completely absorbed to the planet where they want to go or if they have become devotees when their consciousness is completely absorbed in krishna then they would raise soul to the top of the hair and then they would leave the body they can choose their parents their time of birth their planet of birth if they go want to go to spiritual world that also they can choose so this is how yogis they control their time of living this planet so these are the most significant times when the soul comes and when the soul leaves so when the rules and regulations are not being followed just like prevrat maharaj an advanced devotee but at that time he got carried away by lust thus that sun which came out he was not having spiritual desires and if a person is not having spiritual desires such people create disturbance in the society so thus krishna is telling i would be the cause of creating such unwanted population and i would thereby destroy the peace of all sentient beings 
So if a wrong population comes, if recruitment is wrong, you cannot give training to anybody. A suitable candidate can be trained. So not everybody can be made peaceful. But yes, our Krishna consciousness is so nice. Papi tapi jat chilo. We need not consider whomever you meet. Just request them, please chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra because this Hare Krishna Mahamantra abhinatvam nama naminoho. It is non-different from Krishna. It is Krishna's avatar only. So simply if a person is chanting this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, Krishna is all-powerful. Entire mind-body will change. Does not matter. Everything will change. So this is exceptional circumstance if a person comes in contact with the holy name of Krishna. Otherwise, by following the regular Vedic process, uh, such unwanted population cannot be trained. And thus nobody can save the world from being disturbed perpetually. So these are the great sciences. Simply by uh, ruling properly as per the laws of nature, everyone can be peaceful. So Krishna ruled properly and did all the Vedic rituals nicely so that people can take uh, his instance and lead the life accordingly in his footsteps. So that is why Lord Krishna tells to Arjuna, Sakta karmani avidvanso yatha kuruvanti bharata kuriyad vidvansata shaktas chikilsur lokuch sangrahan. As the ignorant perform their duties, now there are two classes, ignorant class and the intelligent class. So what is the difference between the difference between the two classes? There is a lot of competition and argument. One party is telling this other party is fool. They have wrong policies. They do not know how to take the nation forward. Another party is accusing the first party. They do not know their policies were bad. What have they done so far? But ultimately, whichever party rules, people are dissatisfied and they are bound to change the government. People have never become satisfied by one government. They keep on changing. And still they don't have sense that none of the governments are working. What should I do now? What are they missing? So how to understand who is wise, who is ignorant? So let us take the version of Lord Krishna, the version of all the most intelligent people who take Bhagavad Gita as authority. Here it is mentioned how we can understand the litmus test, who is foolish and who is intelligent. So Krishna tells, Ignorant perform their duties with attachment to results. Similarly, the learned may also act, but without attachment for the sake of leading people on the right path. So you are studying very, very nicely. Why you are studying so much? You are attached to your grades, your rank, your marks, then foolish. If I'm studying very nicely because I'm attached, I get disturbed if I do not get good marks, I get disturbed, I do not get good rank, then we are to be considered foolish. If I'm working very nicely because I'm attached to the result, attached to the money which I'm going to earn, then foolish. If I'm not attached to that money, then yes, then I'm wise. I'm acting just so that I can lead the people on the right path. What is the right path? You engage the results of your activities in the service of Krishna. So only the ignorant people are attached to the result. And this material world is paradise of the ignorant people, fool's paradise. Everyone is being trained. No, no. Only when you, uh, the result of your activity only are going to satisfy you. No, sir, result does not satisfy the activity itself satisfies you when the activity is done for the pleasure of Krishna.
and we also can understand when the when two people are in love it is not that they are doing some activity so that the result of activity will be satisfying no simply when they engage in the loving service for the beloved the heart is full of love so the same activity only it becomes full of pleasure full of ecstasy when the activity is done for our eternal relative the supreme lord and a person who does not have this knowledge they are attached to the results they want to directly enjoy the results and thus they are called ignorant and such an ignorant man does not know what is the ultimate aim of life for which work should be done that is why krishna tells na buddhi bhedam janayet agyanam karma sanginam joshayet sarva karmani vidwan yukta samacharan so arjun some people will not be able to understand they would think i am meant to enjoy the results of my activities when i get money i get name fame or marks i will be happy but please understand our happiness is not at all connected with the results our activities are only connected to our consciousness when i am acting without atta attaching myself to the results then i can be happy when i offer the results to krishna then i will be happy if i am simply just giving up results i will be peaceful happiness is possible happiness is positive state when i am not attached to the results i just give up the results for a good cause i will be peaceful at least and if i give to the right cause the topmost cause krishna then i am happy so it is not easy to understand this that is why krishna is telling let not the wise disrupt the mind of the ignorant who are attached to fruitive action they should not be encouraged to refrain from work but to engage in the work in spirit of devotion if you tell somebody no give up all works and just completely engage yourself in the service of krishna it is not easy to understand oh i have not seen krishna i have not seen this thing how you are telling so it is not possible after great spiritual advancement person can realize so that is why for them those who cannot think anything else higher subject matters you should not discourage them from doing their work simply let them engage in work and offer the result of their work to krishna this is how people should be educated so arjun was willing to give up but krishna told no please don't set this instance another symptom of ignorant man is given here very important shloka which we have shared in the creative also prakrite he kriyamanani gunay karmani sarvashah ahankar vimudhatma karta ham iti manyate prakrite he kriyamanani prakrite means this material nature kriyamanani all being done everything is being done by the material nature the bewildered spirit soul ahankar vimudhatma under the influence of three modes of material nature thinks himself to be the doer of activities which are in actuality carried out by nature now this is very important shloka few words are important first important word is bewildered spirit soul so we are the consciousness present in this body and ordinarily the spirit soul is bewildered bewildered means confused cannot understand what is right what is wrong cannot understand what is truth and what is false bewildered under the influence of three modes of material nature why the spirit soul is bewildered 
because it is under the influence of three modes of material nature. Just like when a person drinks, he becomes bewildered. He is not able to understand where is road, where is footpath, where is my house, how should I enter, where is the button, he cannot understand. Because he is bewildered by the influence of, let's say, some drugs, some alcohol, chloroform, these substances have some influence upon us and then a person gets bewildered. So it is told here, the spirit soul, it is bewildered because of the influence of three modes of material nature. And then, what is the effect of such bewilderment? Such spirit soul thinks himself to be the doer of activities. The spirit soul thinks, so I am doing this activity, just like a person who is drunk. He imagines something else, a madman, as we discussed the other day in the previous class. The madman standing at the traffic junction, he is thinking, I am controlling the traffic. And very sincerely, he is trying to indicate the cars to stop and move on and turn like that. He is thinking he is controlling the traffic, but he is a madman. In a similar fashion, only under madness, living entity thinks, I am doing something here. Actually, all the activities are carried out by nature. So how do we understand this verse? Nothing is in my hands. I am completely helpless, just a spectator. I am watching and automatically my hand is moving, my legs are moving and then I am turning left, I am turning right. Suddenly I am eating something and then sometimes I am diseased, sometimes I am fit. I am completely under control. I'm talking like this to this person. Am I being completely controlled to talk like that? I'm sitting someplace. I'm being forced to sit there in that place. What does it mean? I'm not the doer at all. Everything is being done by nature. And if that is so, what is the use of giving lecture and hearing lecture? And why a living entity is being put into hell and heaven? If everything is being done by nature, then nature forced me to do wrong activities. Why you are making me suffer? Why you are punishing me? Or why you are rewarding me? Then how do we understand the laws of karma? Why a living entity gets bad reaction for doing bad activity and good reaction for doing good activities? So this appears to be contradictory and difficult to understand. There is law of karma also and the acharyas are giving instructions also. If there is no free will, there is no freedom. What is the use of the instruction in writing all the Vedas? And if there is free will, how do we understand? Krishna is criticizing a bewildered spirit soul thinks himself to be the doer of activities. So how to resolve this? So that is why in order to uh, liberate ourselves. We need to understand the science, how this world is functioning. So not just reading, but study of Bhagavad Gita is required. So that is why we have these RDUA sessions in the evening, where the devotees read, they discuss, they understand more deeply and how to apply this in our life. Oh, Prakriti Kriyamani, somebody can tell. So everything is being done by nature. Let me now helpless. What is the use of anything? Things will happen automatically. A person may think. Krishna is telling. So uh, the description is given in Srimad Bhagavatam. So I will share again now. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I hope you are able to see the screen now. Three point two seven point one nine. So here it is mentioned very nice shloka. It is from third canto of Bhagavatam. Kapil Muni is explaining to his mother. Akartu karma bandho yam purushasya dashaya. गुणेशु सत्सु प्रकृते कैवल्यम तेष्वत कथम सो मदर इज आस्किंग हेन्स इवन दो ही इज द पैसिव परफॉर्मर ऑफ ऑल एक्टिविटीज हाउ कैन देर बी फ्रीडम फॉर द सोल एज लॉन्ग एज मटीरियल नेचर एक्ट्स ऑन हिम एंड बाइंड हिम दिस आई विल एक्सप्लेन सम अदर टाइम इन वॉट इज द कॉन्टेक्स्ट बट वी कैन सी द परपोर्ट Although the living entity desires freedom from the contamination of matter, he is not given release. Actually, as soon as living entity puts himself under the control of the modes of material nature, his acts are influenced by the qualities of material nature, and he becomes passive. It is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Now, this shloka which we have read, it is being referred here. Prakrite he kriyamanani gunai. The living entity acts according to the qualities. or modes of material nature he falsely thinks that he is acting but unfortunately he is passive in other words he has no opportunity to get out of the control of material nature because it has already conditioned him so this is the actual understanding the living entity yes he is acting but what is this action of the living entity so living entity is a passive doer passive worker passive means i am thinking oh i am doing this activity i am going to my office no sir you are not going to office this body is being given to you now in this body which is filled with rajoguna and tamoguna you will never be able to understand that you are spirit soul and thus you have a spiritual need so this rajoguna and tamoguna will make you feel you are the body and the satisfaction of body is your satisfaction so these modes of nature will force you to go to work every day and work very hard every day and then you will suffer from that hard work but you cannot give up that hard work you don't want to compete like that day in and day out every quarter every exam but you would be forced to compete why because of this these modes rajoguna and tamoguna which make you feel that you are this body just like in dream we are forced to feel that i am that body in the dream and i am forced to suffer from the tiger or who is chasing me or any loss which i have in dream so thus living entity remains a passive worker human beings can make skyscraper buildings that also material nature is forcing them to make it is the nature of it is the plan of nature to make building now some living entity who is having mode of passion creativity that living entity would be forced to make a building dog it can never decide also to make a building although the dog will keep on suffering under the rains the solution will not strike him dog will never be able to think oh these people are able to make building who give me chapati and bread every day i can also go to school and college and have the education dog cannot think like that dog will take his chapati run away that's it so thus we have to understand we are helpless it is not that i have uh, i have great choice i have very 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 limited choice passive workers this illusion is given to us and then helplessly as per the modes of nature that we acquire we develop different faiths 
tamasic person will be forced to remain dirty will be forced to procrastinate and then suffer from the result also so thus human life is meant to increase this freedom vacho vegam manasa krodha vegam jivva vegam udaropastha vegam so many forces are there there is force to taste there is force to speak sometimes try to remain silent entire day not possible person will speak something so very difficult krodha vegam when anger comes you cannot simply cut down anger silence i don't want to entertain you you cannot do that anger will force you krodha vegam and then you will act helplessly and then you will suffer why i spoken like this to my family members why i spoke like this to my boss to my subordinate to my neighbors and then you suffer so in this way nature harasses the living entity it gives anger and then it forces us to act and then you suffer from the results so karta ham but vimudh atma a person who is foolish he thinks i am the doer i have freedom i have chosen this business i have chosen this job i have chosen this person no sir bewildered in bewilderment as a passive worker so because first of all there is bewilderment about myself and then i am helplessly pushed to choose the actions so that is why the happiness is not in enjoying the results of the activities which we have been trained but the happiness lies in coming to satvaguna this people do not know when i come out of the influence of these lower energies then i am happy in mode of passion whatever i may do the result would be only dissatisfaction so this wonderful science we will see in 13 14 chapter of bhagavad gita lord krishna describes so now complete freedom is not there little little freedom would be given now if you completely want to understand god and immediately understand everything it is not possible immediately want to follow sadhana and do this thing not possible little scope would be given oh i am very busy sometimes people tell prabhu i only have half an hour in a day so that half an hour you engage in the service of krishna so that half an hour if you spend then more freedom would be given to you half an hour more two hours more four hours more and then time will come when you will be completely free and then life would be successful just like a small kid he can only express his freedom to move from his standard third standard to fourth standard he cannot jump to fifth standard or 10th standard or to job directly but freedom is there if he does not cover even that much syllabus he will remain in the same class and then he will be thrown out of school if he does not perform he fails continuously so in a similar fashion if we don't exercise our freedom rightly to uh, follow the process spiritual life nicely then uh, even that freedom will be taken away from us so that is why i request all of you so now uh, many of you have developed the habit of hearing one lecture every day two days we are there together rest days we hear prabhupada's lecture so please continue with it we may get taste we may not get taste taste is not important tapasya is important rajasik activity means immediate pleasure you will get and long term misery satvik happiness means immediate discomfort would be there but long term happiness is there so entire life people think let me do what gives me happiness devotee does not do like that devotee tells please tell me what is my duty simply do the duty nicely and then long term there would be happiness by such a task so that is why i request you all do not consider when you follow spiritual life oh i am not getting pleasure and this thing no so spiritual life simply think about pleasure of krishna if i am chanting his names with a fixed commitment krishna is getting pleasure i am getting knowledge of bhagavad gita krishna is getting pleasure just stick to the process and then you will see you are getting more and more free